Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Yeah, before we come on to your move away, uh, there's just one other person that I want to sort of talk about. I mean, the fans love him. Um, I, I've met him a couple of times, spoken to him a couple of times, and he's a great bloke. But how much of a part of the dressing room was Steve Cowell? Cowley. Do you know what, right? I rang him. I rang him uh, yesterday the other day before. I said, I'm going on this podcast, Cowley, and I'm going to absolutely hammer you. He went, shut up, you, shut up, you snake. Shut up, you snake. <laughs> Oh, do you know what for me, pressing off and he lived, he died pressing off and like he would have, he'd have done that job for free. Yeah, he'd have done that job for free because he, he just he loved the club that much, but he felt as though he was part of the lads as well. So like he could, he, he thought he did the jackpot coming in. Dream. He was coming it's in. Dream, he, was, he was coming into training every day. He was having the crack with the lads. He was watching training. He was doing his job. He felt. He felt part of it, and for me, he he was one of the best things about pressing off, and and I was I was really disappointed to see him leave because he was um, I've had some unbelievable times with him, unbelievable, yeah. and like he was he was he was North End through and through. He was he was he was living his dream. Yeah. That's what all I could say, and like that for me. But do you know what? As well, like as much as he was living his dream. He worked so hard. He he's a grafter, like a proper grafter. A rare breed. Just, oh, rare breed. All right, like, but um, <laughs> oh, he's we absolutely tortured him. But like, it was brilliant. It's, he was uh, such. He, he took it so well. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know the first time I met him? Right. I was thinking, who's this homeless person just walked in here? <laughs> I honestly swear to God, he used to so Simon Grayson used to get him deliver the waters. Yeah. And he got the job off the back of that. How I do not know, but <laughs> and he he comes in and he's like carrying the kit. And I'm going, is you not you've obviously seen Cowley, his, his knees are knackered. Yeah. So he's like he walks like knees indented, shuffles. And like he's got like a big massive got a big football sock on. And like he's got a big lump in his football sock. I was like, oh, who's this homeless fella here? And like the lads used to absolutely hammer him. And he'd go, Yeah, but I've got this. Pulls out a wad of twenties in his <laughs> in his um in his sock. I went, Cowley, what are you doing? He goes, Yeah, just, just just got it there. I'm like, what are you doing? So like we'd try and rob it off him and just hide it. There's been so many times, like, I thought I killed him. I, I thought I'd killed him at least twice. Like, honestly, we'd come, in, we'd come in from training and he'd, like, give everyone loads of shit. And so we'd just grab him and we'd, we'd usually chuck him in the, in the jacuzzi. I've got him, lobbed him in the ice bath. He's got up, he's gone, <laughs> I've gone, oh, my God. I've given that. He's having a heart attack. So he's come round, he's freezing, he's shivering. I went, hey, Cowley, get yourself in here. 
and we've chucked him in the dryer and turned it on. <laughs> 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 so he's going, what are you doing, you dickhead? Oh, mate, he's brilliant. And then um, <laughs> me, me, Bailey Wright, Stevie, mate, we lo- used to live in Buckshaw. So we took him to the War Horse. Yeah. Him, John- Johnny Sumner. I think Jacko was there as well. And then all, like, for some reason, I think Bailey had these Viagras or someone had something. And as he's going away, popping him in this drink, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, disappears, don't see him for the full day. Comes into training the next day, we're like, shit, where's Cowley? Like, <laughs> I was just watching what was happening. I'm like, where's Cowley? Oh my God. <laughs> Comes in. We go, Cowley, where the fuck have you been? He went, I don't know. He said, all of a sudden, I just remember waking up in the back of my van. It was pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> He'd gone, fallen asleep in the back of his van, <laughs> and like forgotten where he was. <laughs> he had loads of missed calls from us, loads of missed calls from Bailey, loads of missed calls from Stevie, from his missus. The lot. But, oh <laughs> my god, we we shit ourselves. But I think that's what made that's made him part of it. Yeah, yeah. But he took he took he took pride in everything, like. Little things like we'd come out on a Saturday for games, all the balls would be in a pyramid. Yeah. I don't know if you've have you not, have you, have yeah, you noticed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. All, all the balls would be in a pyramid. So my first thing when I came out, I just volume had to <laughs> <laughs> Even when I wasn't at North End, I played against North End. I used to know he did that. I used to do it all the time. <laughs> but like, he'd take pride in everything and he was unbelievable. Like, yeah. but like, even little things. So like, on Fridays, I do a bit of finishing for just to get in the net. And I used to put Cowley in goal, and then he would swap over, and I'd go in goal. But like little things like that, he was just like he was just class. And like I loved him. I've got nothing but good, good memories and good words to say about him. What's the uh, What's the story about him giving away your trainers? Yeah, the snake. First, <laughs> first, the first day. Of um, pre-season, I bought myself some new new Adidas Ultra Boost. I'm like, oh, these are class of man. These days, like, been running them all pre-season, brilliant. So I've come in, I'm locked down. I'm, where my trainers went here? Stevie's laughing because me, me and Stevie and Bailey were quite close. We lived we lived together. We used to travel together. Come, where's where's my trainers gone? And Cowley, where's my trainers? What do you mean? What trainers are there? I went, oh, these Adidas ones. Stevie's just burst out laughing. I was, I've given it the gaffer. I said, what? I said, I've just paid for these. He went, I've given it the gaffer. I went, you better fucking go and get them back then because I'm wearing them. <laughs> so he's at, he's had to go back to Alex Neal and go, oh, I need them trainers back in one of the places. <laughs> I think he's ended up going to Sports Direct and getting some of them. But like, oh, honestly, he'd have done anything for anyone, Cowley. Even yeah. now, I could ring him now. He'd pick the phone up. He'd yeah. do anything for anybody. And that's what... That, he was just amazing. And he still owes me a coffee now. Because <laughs> he, he used to go... He said, do you know what? He had all this money in his sock, right? Um, as I said, walk in. And if anyone tried to be funny with him, he goes, yeah, but I've got this big <laughs> one of 20s. And then um, we'd, we'd, we'd go and we'd get the train down to games, if we're in London or whatever. Get the train down. He goes, Geordie, get me a coffee. All right, Cowley, yeah. Every time, get me a coffee. Yeah, no problem, Cowley. He goes, I'll get you one next time. And he never, never never got me one. Never (laughs) did. 
tight bastard. <laughs> yeah, so obviously that that January, um, you you moved to West Ham, comes around. I seem to recall, was there a bit of interest from Palace as well? Yeah, so on the deadline day, it was Palace and, and uh, West Ham. West Ham kind yeah. of came in, to my knowledge anyway, came in late. Yeah. So we were we were on the train station, ready to go to Palace, and then got a phone call. West Ham won. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, West Ham. I was like, decided like that's it, West Ham. As soon as oh, I heard, right as soon as I heard West Ham, I was like, yeah, get me there. Like, got picked up, whisked off. Medical ran on for ages. I was so worried. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was in the I was in the scanner because I kept moving. So when you do the MRI scans, you've got to lay still. Half yeah. an hour, each each joint, ankles, knees, hips, back, half an hour each one. And I kept moving all the time because I was just aching. And then um, it got to about eight o'clock and I'd not finished my scan yet. I got a phone call. I che- quickly got out, checked it. Where are you? What are you doing? Where are you? And I'd just come out the scanner now. It took so long. My mum and dad, my missus, were waiting in Buckshaw, watching Sky Sports News all day, waiting for this to happen. So I'm I'm worried now because we've not even like started negotiating anything. Like not even started what what how long my deal is. I just know I'm going to West Ham. Done the medical a lot. Seen it on Sky Sports News. Jordan Hugel having a medical done. Gets because the deadline on it's like eleven eleven fifty or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So we've just got in. We've just got to London Stadium now. Walk around London Stadium. Oh my god, this is unbelievable! Like what a place. Never could have imagined ever being at anywhere like that. I didn't even think I'd even make the championship, never mind the Premier League. Yeah. So like for me, I was I was in awe of the stadium. But nothing had been agreed yet. So I'm like, oh my god, let me just I'll sign it. Just give me something now. I will sign it. I'm there. <laughs> it came out just before the window shut. So I was like, I was sweating up until then. And then obviously I had to go and do the media and all that stuff. So it was like mm-hmm. Oh, stressful, mate, that day. Never been I'll... so stressful. And then the next day, literally, I'm turning up to <clears> Rush Green. I've got Mark Noble, Declan Rice, Mark Wijnaldovic, Andy Carroll, Aaron Creswell. I'm across the room from me in the changing room. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing here? Unbelievable. Do you feel a bit like a fish out of water to begin with? Yeah, like, I was like, do I, like, deserve to be? Like, but Moyes was class for me. David Moyes, Alan Irvine. The role class, like all did, everyone. Did you meet with great. them before you signed anything, or was it just get? No, it was just like, get me in, get me in, and then obviously he, he'd done his research. He knew about me, yeah, because obviously he's got links with Preston, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he, he knew about me, but I'd never, I'd never personally met him. My agent probably met him, yeah, but I'd never personally met him up until the day of training. Oh no, the meet on the night. I may have met him on the night I signed. I can't. Can't really remember because that that day was such a blur, mate. Obviously, that's why you got the um, video, didn't you? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm guessing you remember the video. Oh, remember the video? That's that's probably my best time in a <laughs> in a West Ham shirt. <laughs> I got hammered for that. Absolutely hammered for it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Lads at West Ham or North End or just everyone? Everyone. Everyone. Everyone in the whole footballing world got hammered for it. I still get hammered for it now. But like I remember, so that there was a player liaison coming from Southampton to West Ham, and my video went round in Southampton's group chat. 
I was like, oh my god, like even we went on a Christmas do one year, and um, I can't remember who it was, but it was the Brighton lads were there. Went, oh, you were the fella who was just um, who did that bubbles video, didn't you? I went, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> what chance to go? But like as I said, do you know how it came about? I was literally, what? I was, I was so I, when I said I was looking around the stadium, stadiums that night. All the lights are off, just to pick things on the pitch. So I'm I'm FaceTiming my mates, FaceTiming my missus. I was Snapchatting my mates like this. Snapchatting the full... I've still got the video on my Snapchat. The full stadium like this. Oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Girl goes, oh, that'd make a really good announcement video, that wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm just looking at her like, yeah. I've literally I'd have done anything at that point. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's how we came about. Did you ever... All from, a, all from a Snapchat. In that window, did you ever think you'd get a Premier League move? Yeah, well, as I said, I knew I knew from a few days before it was Palace. Palace was yeah. coming in for me. Yeah. So, we played played Forest. I don't yeah. know if you can remember, but I didn't play that game. I pulled myself out of it. So, yeah. the morning of that game, we were travelling. I'm getting a phone call saying, right, Palace moves on. I'm like, right, I need to go and speak to Alex Neil. And so we had that relationship where I could go and speak to him. Yeah. So I've gone at the office in the morning and I've gone, look, Gaffer, like, this is what it is. Like, this isn't just speculation now. This is on the table. Like, I, 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 I can't play on, on tonight. I said, if I play, I, if something happens to me, like, I, I, what can I do? This is this isn't just this isn't championship anymore. This is Premier League. Yeah. This is like different level now. This is a different ball game. He was like, yeah, no, I completely understand. Like he's brilliant with me. I completely understand. He said, just come along, and um, come to the hotel, see what happens. So yeah, I'll come. But I'm telling you now, I'm not. I'm not playing. So, um, we're in we're in the hotel at uh, for uh, in Nottingham, and I'm just hanging around in the physios room because I got on really well with Johnny Sumner. Yeah. I am. I'd go for coffee with him every every Saturday away game, just have a chat. Got on really, really well. He kept my wedding. Johnny Sumner, like I love love him just, a bit. He? Just retired recently, hasn't he? Yeah, just retired. Like, he was one of my favourite people at North End. And um I was sat in the room with him and um he's like, What are you doing then? I was like, I'm not I'm not playing. I was like, because oh, everyone was down at pre matches while I'm by myself not playing. I'm starving here. <laughs> Got a burger and chips off the menu and then <laughs> in the hotel sat in his room eating burger and chips. I need you on a bitch on me. He's like, oh yeah, go on then. Sat in having burger and chips like night of a game. Obviously, because uh, Dean Carly was ringing me. So Dean Carly, who was goalkeeper coach, went to Palace. Yeah. Like, come on then, what, what are you doing? Like, we need to find out what you're doing. I was like, no, I'm up for it. Like, so I'm not playing tonight. That's it. Like, I'm done. And then, um, the next day after that, <clears throat> so that was two days before the window ended. The next day, everything went quiet. I was like, oh my God, what's happening here? Didn't hear nothing. So, yeah. And then, as I said, the last transfer deadline day, West Ham came in. Yeah. Did um, oh, did Palace end up signing? Was it Soloff they signed instead? Yeah. So, no, well, what was going to happen was, it was between me and Soloff. Well, what I was told, it might not be true, but what was told was between me and Soloff, and then Palace played West Ham on the day that everything went quiet. And Sacco, I think, broke his leg. So deadline day, they just said, get them both. 
but then obviously West Ham came in for me and I'd, I'd gone, well, no, I want to go West Ham. So, yeah, they, got, they, they signed Sol off and I, I went to West Ham. Yeah. How was Moisey to work with them? Class. Brilliant. Him, him and Alan Irvine, Billy McKinley, everybody who was there at the time was, was unbelievable. Like, as I said, it was a bit daunting at first walking in the change room seeing all these players that I've watched on TV all my life, like the Mark Nobles and all this. Like, like, all of a sudden, I'm now training with them. And, like, obviously, the standards, like, it's gone up to the highest level now. It's not just at yeah. a level where you, you have to, like, you can get through it. This is the highest, highest level. So, yeah. I was doing extras every day with Alan Irvine. Moisey, I was working with Moisey because he was, he was a defender, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he was giving me everything from a defender's point of view as well. So he, he was brilliant with me, and um, obviously not not playing. So it's it's hard for me because if I if I don't play games, I can't truly show what I'm about because I can't. I, I, it's not in me to go around kicking the, my my own teammates. I can't do it. I can't physically get up for them and elbow people because I, I can't. That's not what I'm about. Yeah. So if if yeah. I'm not playing games, yeah. I can't showcase what I'm doing and then all of a sudden everyone's like, well, what have we signed here? Like, this isn't, this is championship, like we're Premier League now. Like, yeah. so I wasn't getting the games, like, doing no fault of my own. Like, because when, you know, when I was saying to you before, I didn't, I, I wasted the opportunity in Spain. Me and my wife had a conversation when uh, I first went to West Ham and we said, look, I said, regardless of what's going on, I said, I'm going to do everything in my power now so that if it doesn't work Premier League I can say it's not my fault I've done everything I can Yeah. so I was for about for them six months I was at West Ham I was first in last out doing three or four sessions a day finishing every day gym every day doing everything I could so that if I when I if well when I came away from it I can look back on West Ham now and I can say I give everything everything like I've got no regrets at all. Like when I came in from Spain, I can say like, yeah, I've got a few regrets. Yeah. I look at West Ham. I'm only happy with what I've done at West Ham because I did everything that I could that was in my power. Yeah. yeah. I suppose you had nothing to lose anyway, coming from obviously where you came from. You had nothing to lose by going there anyway. Oh no, no, definitely not. And I think that's why I, this year when I signed for Norwich, I had a conversation with, with Moisey and, um, we were we were pre-season in St Andrews when he came back after Pellegrini, and um, I'm just saying I said to him I said look said what's what's can I Norwich are in for me and I thought look I can't let Norwich go because this is that's an an unbelievable chance for me yeah so yeah. I said I've got I've got to find out what I'm doing because if I'm not in with the sniff I'm off I'm going to Norwich I'm signing permanently because what an opportunity that is so I've gone up to him I was like look like what's what are your plans with me for this year? Because obviously I want to give it a good go pre-season, but if you, if you feel as though I've not really got much of a chance, then I'd appreciate it if you just let me go to Norwich. And he was like, look, you've been, you've been brilliant with me. And um, he said, you've been, you've been brilliant. Like coming back in, he said, obviously I, I he left and came back. So what happened in between them was out of his control. But he said, I'd have loved to keep you around, but I can't promise you anything. I said, look, that's fine. I said, I, I'd appreciate it. Obviously, Norwich should put in a bid for like 2.5 million. I said, look, I'd appreciate it if you could you'd let me go to Norwich for what they've offered. Like, he was like, oh, look, I said, completely understand what an opportunity that is. He said, um, I can't stand in the way of that. I said, I always knew signing you 
that if it didn't go well, I could always then sell you back to the championship. Yeah. So like it was kind of like probably a gamble that if it went well, went really well. A bit, a bit if like it did, North End, would you say? Like where, where a Premier League club is yeah. not a mega amount of money. So if it doesn't work out, they've not lost a massive amount. But if it pays off. I thought, well, I, you'd probably not me to ask that, but I'd, I'd assume so. Because yeah. he always he always had the back of my mind, if it went wrong, he could still sell me. Yeah. So which which they did. And then I got I had an unbelievable opportunity waiting for me at, at the time. So that's why I had to have that conversation. I'm not scared of having those conversations as you as you we talked about with Alex. Yeah. If something needs say it, I'll say it. How how did you find it living in London then, being a northern lad? Was it tough or uh London's brilliant. I, I I love London if I was going for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing place. Like you can do whatever you want in London. But for me, coming especially from Middlesbrough. It's just like, it's too big. There's a lot of people. Like, it's just like, it's different level, different mm. pace, different level. And I just like, like chilling out, seeing trees, seeing <laughs> fields, like yeah. just little things like that. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, when we when I first moved to West Ham, we lived in Essex, which was outside London anyway. But it was when I went to QPR, I kind of realised that it wasn't for me. Like. Yeah. That's when we, I said to Mrs. like, we'll live in London, we'll give it a go, we'll we'll see what it's like. So we got an apartment in London, and like it was, it was a lovely apartment. It was nice, but it was just like, it's like being out and not being surrounded by loads of people. And as I said, it, I, I love London. If I'm going for three days, yeah. four days, to live there constantly is for me. For me, anyway, it was hard work. Yeah. How. How were you then when obviously the loan to Borough came about? I'm guessing you're a Borough fan. I'm almost certain you are. Obviously, yeah. you're a lad. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was all I've ever ever dreamed of as a yeah. kid, playing for Middlesbrough, putting on the red shirt, playing for Middlesbrough. And like, it just didn't go what I expected. I think I don't, whether I put too much pressure on myself, whether I, I like, I just didn't, things don't go the way you want them to do sometimes and that's life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it was lovely just to be at home, be around family, to to play for my club. Yeah. But it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I made some great friends. Yeah. Like I don't don't regret. It. I did I did everything that I could in my power. But it was it did things don't go the way you want them to go sometimes, and that as I said, that's life. Yeah. Yeah. How was how was your time at QPR? I think that that was your best full goal scoring season in the championship. Yeah, it was, and I think it kind of QPR kind of I fell back in love with football. Yeah, because the last the last two years were tough. Obviously, Moyes left, Pellegrini came in, shipped out on loan. Didn't enjoy my year. Well, I, I did enjoy my year, but didn't football wise. I kind of fell back in love with football. Like I met I met Mark Warburton in in London, and um. From the from the because QPR didn't do the well year that year before that, I think just avoided relegation. And like I met him, and I just I don't know what it was, but I just believed in him. Yeah, you just get impressions of people, and yeah. he was like, even my missus came away and went, What a lovely fella he is! I was like, Yeah, he's lovely, I, I love what he's trying to do yeah. to the um for the club. And it I kind of fell back in love with football there, 
like it it was it was tough because I was playing all year with a hernia. So I was in I was hardly like I was training in pain all the time. It wasn't until lockdown I got that sorted. Yeah. So like I was training in pain, like I was playing but I was I was playing on painkillers just to play. So it was like but I just had the bug back for playing football and I was mm. just enjoying myself there and it was it kind of shows on the I think when you when everything's going right for someone, like you, you can tell when people are enjoying the football on the football pitch. I think. Yeah. yeah. You playing and with Naki Wells then? Yeah. So me and Naki yeah. were playing, and he, yeah. he Naki was flying, but he moved to Bristol City in the January. Burnley called yeah. him back, and they sold him to Bristol. So then it was just me up until the end, end of the season, and obviously me, I was struggling with his hernia, so I was like hardly training, doing boxing fitness just to try and keep it up. Like, yeah. How is it? it how, how is it playing as a in a front two compared to a lone striker? Is it obviously a lot easier in a front two? Is it? Which one do you prefer? <laughs> I prefer anything because I'm playing. Yeah, but like, I I think I've kind of played most of my career as a one on so yeah, I can I like I don't I don't honestly I couldn't care less as long as I'm on the pitch playing football. Yeah, I'm fine. I'll play with two, play with three, whatever you want me to play. I, as long as I'm playing, I'm happy, and like. It shows when you've got and QPR in Norwich when players are happy. It you shows on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, yeah, definitely. Did you, did you ever have an opportunity to come back to North End? Ever since I've left, um, left Preston, I've had an opportunity to come back to North End every year. Was that interest from the club? Was that interest from your? Point of view. I think it was just Alex Neil that he just he loved me that much. He just wanted like wanted yeah. me back involved, and any chance that I wasn't playing, he wanted me to play for him. Yeah, but was I, did, it ever, I didn't. Was it ever close at any point? Yeah, no, it was never close. Like I've never been back to deep deal or anything for that. No, like I've never really kind of, like kind of thought it like that. So, so like the way I looked at my moves, so Middlesbrough was like a personal move. Yeah. So I wanted to do that for me. Yeah. Q- QPR was a football move to get me back on track to enjoy football again. And then Norwich was just as a whole perfect in every single way. Yeah, you're not going to turn that down, are you? Oh, no, definitely not. And I think, as I said, like as much as Preston came back in for me and I loved my time at Preston, like, like eventually maybe, but like... Mm. Mm, as I'm just enjoying myself too much with what I'm doing. Like I'm yeah. doing my own thing at the moment. Yeah. So I I'm enjoying I don't get me wrong, I like I really enjoyed it there, but I love Norwich. Yeah. Love everything about Norwich and what a club that is. Yeah, I have to say Norwich is one of the few clubs that when I've spoken to people, they've had nothing but good things to say about it as a club, as a place, as the people there and Oh, it's, it's honestly, mate. It's it's absolutely, mate. I walked around with Stuart Webber, um. So just before, um, hang on, two minutes. Um, so I went in the summer, walked around with Stuart Webber, and I was like, oh my god, what a place this is! Like unbelievable. Like training ground facilities was unbelievable, but like more importantly, just that you walk into somewhere and you get a feel for for places. Yeah, I walked in there straight away. Like I had a feel for this club. Like I felt as though I was part of this club. I didn't sign, but I felt part of it. Yeah. But like, what impressed me about it was that everything was done properly. 
I went there, had a meeting with the manager and Stuart Webber. They knew everything about me, everything from time at Preston to Middlesbrough to West Ham to everything. They knew everything. So they'd, they'd gone through all the research about me, which I, I've never had that as a player. Yeah. I've never had someone say, this is what you're good at. Like, we love this about you. This is what maybe we could improve with Indian. And this, if you come here, this is what we could do. Yeah. So like, I was, I was blown away by it. And like, when someone gives you that, that challenge and that options to do well, like, yeah, you know, it's unbelievable. And I just, I just felt as though I fit in from day one. I just felt as though I was, I'd been part of that squad for years. Did you always think as well you had a really good chance of obviously getting promoted? Because I think oh, you yeah. were, I think everyone basically had him to win the league, didn't they, this season? Yeah. Well, that's what that's as I said. I, I always do my research as well. Yeah. So I never I never go into a club like blind. I'll never yeah. just sign for someone knowing that. I knew I knew Pookie was going to stay. I knew that they had other strikers there, but I also knew that they were keeping a core of the squad. Yeah. So I was looking at that thinking. So this is why I pushed the move to West Ham. Yeah. I was like, look, you've got to like, I can't let this opportunity go. So yeah. I need to sign for them. If you're not going to keep me, I need to sign for them permanently because that then is taking me back to where I want to be, which is the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. How good um how good was Emmy Bendia, by the way? Class. As a player. Class. Oh, it's unbelievable. He's he's a little he's angry, like yeah. He's angry, but he's what what a player. He's in my He's in my top three players easily. Yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't believe. Obviously, he had another season. I thought he would go last summer, but he's an unbelievable. Well, unbelievable well that's what player. I mean. Like we, we, <clears throat> when we saw the core of the squad, obviously we lost Ben Godfrey earlier in the season, but then Ben Gibson came in. Yeah. So we, a lot of the lads at the time as well were saying we've got a stronger squad in the championship than what we had in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, like, come on, like, they're like, no, seriously, like, but it was amazing. And as I said, I walked into that that dressing room and I felt as though I'd been part of it for years. Well, welcome you straight away, then. Yeah, it was just everything, like the the club. The first game I met, I met the owners, like the lovely Delia and Michael, unbelievable, like everything about the club screams family and hard work. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a credit to Stuart Webber, to credit to the Daniel Farga, the manager, to credit to Daniel and Michael, the owners, everyone at that club. Like it's, it's brilliant. Final few questions then. Um, how have you found it coming up against North End since you've left? Like from like from a scouting point of view to just the actual playing part. Like how's it <clears throat> how's it been for you? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's, it's like it's so bad. Like me and so when Clarky was there, I met him in Dubai the year that I left. And we this is when I uh, so I met him in Dubai the year I left, and I was like, um, me, my missus, him and his missus and his daughter at the time, and his missus has got to me. Whatever you do, whatever you do, don't break his nose. <laughs> don't break his nose. I'm going. No, no, I won't promise. I said if I do. I'll try and do it the other way so it's straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, the literally, honestly, God's honest truth. The next time we, I played against Clarkey, I broke his nose. He was out for weeks. He, he can you not remember he played yeah, that the mask, mask on? So yeah, like, yeah. That was because of me. 
I broke his nose. It was even worse than what it was before. I was, I felt horrible. I felt so guilty. I was like, we had this conversation as well. Like, I couldn't. I was texting. I was going, Clark, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't didn't mean it at all. But like, I enjoyed. I enjoyed playing. I've always enjoyed playing at Deepdale, even when I was at Port Vale. Did you score against us at for Port Vale? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Even when I was at Port Vale, I, I enjoyed playing at Deepdale. So it was like, even going back then now, like, I, it's, I'm quite lucky to get a good reception for yeah. everything that happens. I'm quite lucky to still get a clap on the, from all the fans, which is quite, which is really nice. Yeah, I think it, I so, think it is that that six months though that you spoke about before that, you know, you 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 could have fucked it off, you could have fanned it around and and whatnot. But as you said, that's not you. So like the fact that you you got your head down and like, probably had some of the best months of your career yeah, I think you, you proved a lot of people wrong as well yeah well that, that's what that's what I wanted as I said it's, it could have gone the opposite way and it could have I couldn't I might not have got that move to West Ham yeah do you know what I mean like I had to get my head down just because it gone, hadn't gone my way didn't mean that I wasn't going to stop doing what I was doing and as I said that's what ultimately got the respect back from Alex Neil, more importantly, but I think from what it sounds like, anyway, the fans now. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you got a favourite memory from your time at North End? I'm, I have a feeling what you might say. Playoffs. Yeah. Playoff yeah. fine. I've got I've got another one actually though. And uh, where is this? It's actually in here. <laughs> so if you remember this, can you see that? Yeah. Goal of the season. Yeah. That was an unbelievable goal. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> We in the, we in the, we actually part the we in the fans there. Yeah, I, I was there with my mate. Yeah, they did both away. decent goals, both decent goals. Yeah. To be fair, the header was unbelievable. So all, all I remember was I remember watching it, but I watched it, must have watched it back about a million times. <laughs> I was buzzing. Yeah, and all I remember all I remember was um, the commentator at the time going, "McGeady's on his left. McGeady's on his left. He's got a pass it to McGeady, and I'm stuck it in the top corner. He's got what a call." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I think for anyone, obviously, this isn't going out video, but for, for the listeners, you've just shown us your uh, your goal of the season award for the goal at, at Villa. That that actually got the Northwest goal of the year as well. Oh really? And I remember, yeah. I remember because Emery Chan scored a scorpion kick that yeah, year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it beat that. I was thinking, I was happy. What a goal that was! Yeah, we got robbed because didn't they, Villa got a penalty that was never a penalty in that game? I think. I yeah, think we, we, did, we come from, did we come from 2 0 down and we yeah, drew 2 2. Was that the same game that the cabbage was thrown at Steve Bruce as well? No, I think that was the season after. Yeah. Yeah, when. Yeah. when I think that was a 3 3 game. Penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Not sure. Was I there then? No, no, no I, I think you've gone there. left. Um, have you got any regrets from the time at the club? Um, do you know what? No, I'd like. I haven't like I've done everything my way like obviously people might say the transfer request but that at the time for me was the right thing to do like and I I wouldn't regret it like and as yeah. I said like ultimately I'd have regretted it if I'd have as I said fucked it off and not played and gone downhill but well it, it worked for you didn't it in the end in, in the end in the end yeah but as I said, it was a big gamble at the time. But 
I had to do what I had to do, but I don't regret it at all. Even the yeah. red cards, I don't regret it because everything's kind of moulded me into the player that I am today. So yeah. I've learned I've learned from that. I've not been sent off since, which is we find it really, really hard to imagine. <laughs> I've not I've not actually been sent off since. Yeah. Um, who was the best player that you played with? At, at North. North End? Yeah. Obviously, Gage was class. Gally was unbelievable. Um, but for me, someone who I could always, always depend on, always, regardless of what, what was going on, he'd give you 110%. He would... Is it, I also hated, hated playing against him because he'd just head through the back of my head all the time. As For me, I'd say Tom Clark. He, yeah. he gave everything, like... He would come off the pitch, stitches in his head, head bandaged a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> like everything about that person, Tom, like everything about him was he just oozed class. Yeah. Like he, he, for me, couldn't have had a better captain to play for. And more importantly, like as much of a good player he was, what a guy he was as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ben Pearson basically said the same thing as well. Like yeah. he was a massive void when he left last summer. Oh, can, um, I can imagine. Like, hard, to, hard, to, hard to replace someone like that. Oh, 100%. Like, we had we had a lot of talent in our teams. Like, DJ, class. Callum, class. Uh, Gage was class. I said Gally. But for me, week in, week out, he'd never give you anything less than a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Even, to be fair, I'd, I'd even put Greg in there as well. Yeah. Greg was exactly the same. But for me, Clark, he was... Clark, he was... Like, as I said, it was class and then I said, what a person he was as well. Not just a player, he was just an unbelievable guy. Yeah. Um, who, who's the best player that you played with outside of North End then? I've got three. So, I'm not ranking them one, two and three because they're all unbelievable players. So, <clears throat> Manu Lanzini, when I first went to West Ham. Yeah. Unbelievable. I was in the boxes. And like he's running rings around me, I'm thinking, how oh, the bloody hell is he doing this? Like, like, didn't I didn't have a clue where he was, what he was doing, but I was sometimes I was watching. I go, what is this? Like, unbelievable. Um, Ibiriese, QPR. Yeah. He was, he was, he just seemed to glide. He had like what DJ has got. No one DJ just when he runs. Yeah. He just seems to glide across the of the floor. He doesn't like he's covering ground. Yeah. What he like. Ebbs could do that with a ball and he just like everything was just so silky and just like he would just glide but he'd, he'd, he'd go past players but he'd make it look so easy and I'm like that, what you're doing isn't easy yeah and then um, last one's obviously I'm putting I'm putting number two I'm putting my, my mate in there where is he so obviously first is um, well not first Emmy Buendia is obviously in there yeah. Emmy's class Emmy's like got all that talent but he's also got that bit of bite which I love about him yeah like if it's not going his way he'll kick you like, but I love yeah. him and then I'm going to put my man in there Pookie love him I absolutely Pookie. love Pookie yeah. what a guy he is I could put him most in Norwich squad to be honest like they're all yeah, class I was going to say yeah um, all the lads at Norwich are unbelievable who's the toughest opponent that you faced in training at North End Clarky. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Clarky and Hunts. Hunts. Because Hunts, 
didn't care. Hunt would lift you. I'm like, I'm like, Hunt, what are you doing, man? Say like, it's a Friday. He's like, get up, get up. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, Hunt, man. It's like the day before a game. He's like, get up. And he just he turned around and he told me to fuck off. I'm like, Hunt, man. Like, <laughs> it's a day before a game. You don't need to like two foot me. He's like, nah. He come through the back. Come through the back of me like that. I'm like, Hunt, like, come on. <laughs> and then Clarky is Clarky again. Hate yeah. hate playing against Clarky. All the time, I'm going for a head. I just go bump. I'm like, oh, classy. <laughs> All the time. Gonna, I'm gonna guess that that, that Villa goal away is yeah. You think that and, that and Sunderland? Sunderland. Yeah. yeah. Was that? Did Grayson come back? Was that the game Grayson came yeah. back? Sunderland. The volley. Yeah. His first yeah. first game back. Yeah. I remember him you saying know what? in the press afterwards, he was like, I don't I don't know where Jordan got that from. He never used to even do that in training. <laughs> but you know what happened, right? Alex Neil put me on the left wing at half time. I'm like left wing. I've never played left wing in my life I was fuming so angry <laughs> I'm on the pitch I'm running up and down I'm going, I don't even know what I'm doing here. like left wing like what, what I... so I'm just like drifting around because I haven't got a clue how to play on the left so I'm just drifting around and this ball's coming to me on my left foot I'm like do you know what fuck it I just went boom left foot so I'm going I'm off like that you look by the celebration I'm going mad because I'm fuming <laughs> yeah then I think Gage scored for like five, ten minutes later, didn't he? And yeah. Ran the length yeah. of the pitch. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, I was, I was fuming, but then it went in. I was like, ah, oh, sorry then. <laughs> have, you got, have you got any other memories? Anything funny, sad, good? Anything that sticks with you from your time at North End? I probably said them all, to be honest. Like, yeah. everyone, like, there's a few people that deserve mentions. One's Jacko, physio. Jacko was class for me. Always got a lot of time for him, loving a bit. Johnny Sumner, as I said, couldn't, could not speak highly of him. Like, yeah. what an unbelievable person he is. Like, still talk to him now. Text me before you. Text me before I came on. Show you. Yeah. Good luck with the podcast tonight. <laughs> talk to him all the oh, time. Like, love him a bit. Yeah. Love him a bit. And then, like, all the lads, really. All the lads when yeah. we were there, we had a we had a great group of lads there. Yeah. Do you think uh, as well, if 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 you'd have stayed that season, do you think we'd have had a good chance of top six? Because I think we finished two points off in the end, and obviously we didn't really replace you when you left. Uh, I think I, I think we did. It's hard to say, and like obviously, yeah. I'd like to think so, but you never, never know. know, do you? Like, yeah. never you never know. Uh, that was football, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Last one, then. If you were to put a five-a-side team together from players that you played with at North End, who'd, who'd be in it? And you can include yourself if you want. It's up to you. 100% I'm putting myself in. <laughs> do you know what? In two years of doing this, you're the first person to do that. I'm a striker. That's why I'm greedy. <laughs> put myself in. Um, I would have Pickford in goal. Yeah. Pickford in goal. Clarky. Uh, oh no, what am I going here? <laughs> I've got Gally, got Gally DJ, Alan Brown, and Piro. See if you can keep it to five and not six. Piro, Piro was like, yeah, goalkeeper, and then he was like, I'm gonna play a. Uh, Gonna play a two-two-one. 
thinking. That's, that's six. That's not five. That, that, that sums him up. I've got a bullet pick him as well. What he said on his. Yeah. Said that all his mates. Oh, said all his mates are better than me. <laughs> In fairness, he did say he would say it to you if you were sat. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. He used to say it to me all the time. I went, yeah, but I'd bench press you. I'd bench press you though, Piro. Wouldn't come near me and train because I'd just grab hold of him. He just used to kick me. He used to kick me. <laughs> No, P-Roll's, P-Roll's got to be in there. Even John Welsh, that promotion season. Yeah. Can I have an 11? <laughs> go on, go on. Do, do your five and then do an 11. Um, five aside, DJ. DJ was class. Uh, P-Roll. So, you, P-Roll, Clarkey, DJ and Jordan Pickford. Yeah. Yeah. Then 11, I'm going Pickford. Clarkey, Davo, left back, Greg, right back. We had Woodsy, Woodsy and Darnell. Probably Darnell. Um, I'm going Piro, Holding. I'm going Galley, DJ. I'm going 4 3 3. Galley, DJ. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> Can he brownie in there? I'm going four four two. Gally, Gally, DJ, P Row, Brownie, me. I'm going Callum. Mm. I think that gets top six. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it would as well. <laughs> yeah, decent. We've had some unbelievable players. Yeah, we have. when you oh, think about it. Uh, Oh, we have. I'm lucky enough to be part of a squad that's had them players in there as well. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Yeah, I think, Jordan, unless you've got anything else you want to say, then uh, we can wrap that up. Well, I think that's everything there. That's everything. Thanks yeah. for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. And uh, let you get back to your, your wife and, and your, your newborn. Cheers, mate. Thank you. She's a few <laughs> minutes now. Nice one, mate. <laughs> cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, cheers, mate. Thank you very much.